1: Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 20th. Andy, how we doing?
0: Brendan, I'm doing great. I mean, we're, we're together.
1: We're together. We're in person in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Uh, had a good couple days of golf. We're not, hanging,
0: no. hanging out in a house that the influencers built.
1: <laughs> that's, that's so disrespectful <laughs> to the actual purpose and origin of the house. I think Mr. Donald Ross lived here and now you're just calling it the house that influencers built there has been a lot of influencing that's going on we're not here to influence we're here to you know play some golf cover some golf um uh, you know and build some uh team camaraderie do a little podcasting here do some golf advice um it's our friday episode i'm gonna be point blank with you i don't think there's a lot going on in the there golf isn't. world i'm getting a lot of feedback about the stealth the stealth collab with the red bull team i just what are they saying i don't i'm, I'm i think people most coaching. people agree with me i have no i don't need to stay look f1 is fine it's good taylor made's fine it's good i have nothing against their products red no Bull's particular fine animus good.
0: it's no oracle no monster, i don't
1: know larry Ellison. whatever All these things are fine. I just don't understand why you need a golf club with all that shit all over it, except for just a little catnip. Try to. No one's buying that, but but the articles are being done. Uh, Apparently, a friend of the program is trying to procure one for me. Arrange that that I and that's fine. I'm sure it's it's a fine piece of equipment that you know may crack after a few hits, but uh, we'll see. Anything else in the golf world that's really piquing your interest of late? Yeah, the live team match play. Was I, ready I, to wanted go. To,
0: I wanted to ask you some questions about the live live team
1: match play. What did you want to ask me?
0: I wanted to ask you if you agree with the captain's picks of teams or, or if we should be second guessing them.
1: Well, Stainer went first. Should we yeah. tell the people what <laughs> happened? Stainer <laughs> went first. They, they called the Iron Heads on the carpet. <laughs> they went like the rock in the <laughs> ring. They said, you give, know, me, give me. She can, won, can, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> Brain, brain come to daddy can we can we
0: also talk about how absurd it is that that Kevin Na is still one of the the 12 best players in the league that he's a captain well I don't <laughs> think
1: it best has to do with anything being a captain <laughs> but like is not it
0: insane that we're we're two years into this junket and uh Kevin Na is a captain I w- I was having
1: a, yeah it's insane I was having a, a discussion on a text thread with fellow golf media and influencer types and like we were debating like who has been most forgotten like just totally totally off the face of the earth like wow i felt, like i kind of used to know about that guy week to uh, week whether it was he pop at who a world me. match player you know a valspar whatever it is but who is the guy in live that you're just like totally off the radar? because kevin na is like i think in the running i have to go one of our old favorites burnt cheeseburger oh he burnt was in the relegation zone he was on the border last week
0: <laughs> it's just i mean he used to be he used to be like Kosia, yeah a better version of Kosia on the european tour i mean he would be somebody we'd we'd look for in fields Not, now now he's just what is he
1: he's in the relegation zone i think paul casey is in this category like a guy that would be on tour. You'd see him on leaderboards. He was sort of in the zeitgeist, general kind of week to week. You'd see him. He'd be around. And then he just might as well not be a professional golfer anymore. Like these guys just kind of get lost in the I shuffle. I think
0: Tiny Prancer, Abe Dancer. Abe that's
1: some movie. of the younger guys. That's the real sort of shame of it yeah Uh, walking neiman walking things like that so you've got louis to stainer calling the iron heads onto the carpet 512 traditional 512 we
0: gotta be be fair
1: we gotta be fair what i like that you're you you hammered in there uh the 512 yeah yeah, you gotta always watch out for that (laughs) 512 game there's always a Um, on the line we gotta be a fair um balanced outlet here what's wrong
0: there are some players that have had their profile raised by
1: Liv. Like who? Scott Vincent? Jediah Jay- Morgan? Chase Kepka. Sure. Sure. Jediah Morgan. James Pyatt? Maybe, yeah, maybe. You know what team James Pyatt's on? He's on the high flyers. <laughs> well, he just got relegated. He did? Oh, yeah. He didn't make it out. He's gone. What and apparently talking? Phil can, Phil can was jamming like him, even, him the other can day.
0: even, like play
1: on the pga tour anymore knows what his status is he's gonna be on the asian tour i think for the rest of his many many months so um pyatt is gone we have what did
0: did phil say
1: he's phil said pyatt's gonna be replaced by like next week he's not even like there are guys who are ready to come to live, and he's going to be replaced. So we have Stainer Ironheads. I know people are fired up. We have Fireballs versus Magic Sticks. So we're that going was Chalk. Max, that was we go Magistick. Chalk. Six takes 11. The Magic Stick. Sergio wants his old Ryder Cup compadres. He's doubting them. And, I, and, I feel like the Magic Sticks are the wrong pick there. Ripper. Now we go off the board. Or Actually, um, oh, this was interesting. Cam Smith did, went cliques. They go 7-10. Ripper's playing the cliques. He I mean, said he, Cam Smith I, said he was surprised. He thought Sergio was going to take the cliques. So the Cleeks disrespect is still <laughs> just running rampant, rampant. He thought even though magic sticks are for the lower seed, he still thought Sergio was going to go with the cliques. He was surprised with that. And then we have a smash versus high flyers. The singles match will be Brooks Kepka versus Phil Mickelson, which feels like well, PGA. Sort of, it'll be just like the PGA at Kiowa, I bet feels like Liv sort of cooked the books to make that one happen and give you a marquee match on a Friday afternoon on the CW I mean so. come on who's what? not
0: excited for the the Sergio Stenson match or the uh, the I mean cam Smith and Martin Keimer that's that's three major championships between
1: the two of them what I don't get two player there's two players champions. And they do all this banter, and it's all fake. And like Keimer's, like, oh, you're scared of us. Like, it's all like just fake, just nonsense. <laughs> There's no real animosity here. Uh, what was, what is real animosity is Brooks Kepkin and Matthew Wolf, which he again went to went to that well again on Wednesday in Miami. He said, you know, we don't interact at all. You know, you can't help someone if they won't help themselves. Uh, so again, just beating matt wolf while he's down he said i spent the majority of the beginning of the year trying to help and trying to figure that out but i think it's past its point i've tried i've been very open with and sometimes you can't help people that don't want help i've tried to help them um so then he gave a quote like wolf was obviously playing foursomes I don't know why. Obviously, if the camaraderie is zero, why are you going to put him in one of the two man games? I think it's because it's, it's less of a point. It's maybe Megan. Chase can save him. Maybe Chase Chase can strap him <laughs> to his back and carry. him I mean, him the
0: thing is, they got they got Pyatt. Who's the weakest player in the group? Chase I mean, think about think about this. They're playing for however much money they're they're playing for in one of the groups. There's one of the four there's four players and it's Chase Kepka, Matt, Matt Wolf who against, has been
1: yeah, you know maybe into golf, maybe not want to be a golfer anymore. I don't know. I guess James Pyatt and Brendan Steele. If they were, if they walked out, they were playing a 2 ma- a alternate shot match tonight at, at Pinehurst, out the back door, and you had dinner reservation in the town. What would you choose to do? Go out and watch Steely and Piatt against Wolf and Chase, or would you go to dinner and keep your reservation and enjoy yourself? I think I'd
0: yourself? probably go watch the match, but I'm a deranged individual. You would
1: really go watch the match, yeah? You want to see the Steely Tita Green game?
0: Well, he's a he's. Former, maybe current uh, Wilson
1: ambassador. (laughs) We got, as of recording, (laughs) someone messaged us. It's like, you just got to drop the pretense and take the Wilson money. I was like, to be clear, they haven't offered us money (laughs) or any product of any kind. This is all free advertising from Wilson.
0: I got a a text from another former Wilson staffer (laughs) who who said that they had. They had Cortexes ready to go for us.
1: <laughs> that would just be a little too vain. I mean that's that's hilarious. Brian Erlacher approved driver in the back. I only play drivers that got past the rigorous QA of Brian Erlacher. Um, all right. We Hem, can't him, and, him and Zach share the same uh hair, yeah. hair transplant yeah. <laughs> service. We're playing the greatest hits here today. Um, I think we just gave these live matchups a little too much like real analysis. That's what I was trying to trying to lure you into. What? That's you what wanted was, to really yeah. go through it? Like, yeah. give me your takes on these matches.
0: Uh, what's the, what's the, like, I mean, like, this is the other issue. It's like... <laughs> I mean this is Brooks Kepka's team and Phil Mickelson's team, right? Yeah. These are supposed to be two of your high profile teams. Right? right. Right. Two of your most expensive players, definitely, to acquire. And in the second match, the undercard to this, it should be awesome. Should be an awesome undercard. And we got Cam Trangali against Jason Kokrak. Yeah. Like this is the problem with this league. Yep. They yep. should be doing that.
1: This league, like that, NBA. <laughs> wow, I'm getting getting texts about Jeddah right now. I gotta, I gotta focus. Kokrak uh, Tringali is kind of a. There's a lot of uh, wingspan in that one. Those are two bigger boys, two taller guys than that one. So I thought uh, you were
0: going to say there's no, there's no love lost. No,
1: no there's no, There could be love lost. There may be no love lost. It doesn't matter.
0: What's the difference between those two?
1: I don't know. Notably on Phil, notably on Live, Phil gave some quotes on Wednesday. Said, "Do you expect players to to leave? More players to leave PGA Tour for Live?" He goes, "He doesn't expect." He says, "I know that's going to happen." When players look at Liv, they're wanting to be a part of it. Everybody is here is happy, and we are enjoying what we are doing, enjoying the team aspect of it, enjoying each other. This is just kind of the the talking points. Enjoy playing golf globally. And all the other benefits that come with playing this tour. There are a lot of players that see that and want to be a part of it. The question is, how many spots are available? This sounds like Greg Norman back in day one, where now we're here almost two years later. There's a lot more players that want to come here than there are spots. The reality is I've been fielding calls, as we all have. You think we all have? You think like James Pyatt's getting calls like, how do I get on live? You think every all 48 guys are getting calls about how to get on live from tour players? As we all have from players that are agents to PGA Tour players or DP World Tour players that want to come over. He said, Pyatt's spot is probably going to be filled by the time the qualifying tournament is here if I'm just being truthful. And that's a very real possibility. So... Seems like maybe there are some guys waiting in the wings. Who knows? More guys coming to li- live. Phil like doesn't doesn't say he expects it. He knows it, though. So, is that going to become? You know, this was the time last year we thought like Q four was coming and it could be like yeah, pretty rough for the PGA Tour and there would be all this live movement and then nothing happens. Phil seems to be signaling that that could actually happen again this Q four going into the holidays. Who knows? Have any other live thoughts? <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't don't know what to do with Liv now that we don't have Jetta to look forward to anymore. On the PGA Tour, uh, Colin Morikawa leads the Zozo Championship, which may be updated by the time you get this on on Friday afternoon. It's going to be overnight golf. Not to be confused with Makumi Horikawa. That's the game within the game. (laughs) Horikawa versus Morikawa? (laughs) Yeah. I was watching it late last night as I was going to bed here. I had it on. I was, like, was squinting at the screen. I was like, wait, what? Morikawa or are There are there multiple cows and the one was a Horikawa, not a Morikawa. So that's the game within the game. A lot of mid-60s numbers at Narashino Country Club. you have anything else on the –
0: uh, Eric Cole's just a madman. He it's played amazing. well last week. He's already in the top fifty. And now he's playing well again. But a guy that's played on the minor league tour for for a long time, I imagine that he's like, "Wait, I can go play for
1: seven million dollar purse again? Yeah, sign me up. I'm going <laughs> all four rounds, guaranteed, <laughs> yeah. no cut." Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's your that's your PGA tour update on the Zozo on the uh, LPGA. Oh, Garrett Higgo. Shot 82. Do you want an unsubstantiated rumor that we just got? Yeah. Unsubstantiated. Seems like too much of a rumor to be like, a. it just seems fantasy. But this is coming from live sources or a secondhand live source. I, apparently some kid, a teenager, got caught trying to steal clubs in Jeddah. And... Mm-hmm. He was going to have be sent for some real corporal punishment for it. What well, you get caught for stealing club for stealing, you might have certain appendages cut. Uh, kind of amazing if that's really what happened. Some kid that was trying to steal clubs in Jeddah sounds like too much of a of a the kind of thing you'd make up. But that's unsubstantiated live rumors. Um, on the LPGA, Ashley and David Buhai lead uh, over in Korea. Uh, shot an opening around sixty two uh for the first round lead in uh korea uh and that's all i got in the world of golf i haven't really been paying too much attention to the dp world tour over in uh the andalusia you want me to Masters. look it up real quick no no you don't have to look up
0: anything I, oh look at that uh james morrison shotgun start favorite <laughs> jim morrison is leading jim morrison leads in
1: spain all right there you go anything Tim else Do you have any other said you said had a, a bunch of stuff hot, to talk hot, about but it seems like you don't
0: i don't know just tails is the vowel man a, a dog <laughs> yeah yeah i i was trying to get you excited um what? when i said that i had a lot to talk about why were you trying to get me
1: excited? Well, I just was trying to pump you up. I was trying to get you excited about what's going on All right. in the world of golf. Well, let's see if James Morrison can break on through the other side for a, uh, for a victory <laughs> we'll on that. the European tour. Hey, what would uh,
0: you think of Pinehurst number two today?
1: Uh, it was good. It's great. It's an anchor site. Anchor site worthy. You know, they don't give out anchor sites to every you know course that grows on trees. So uh, what would you think of Pinehurst number two? There's Tufts everywhere. Tufts of grass. You know, they call the U.S. Open. I, Charlie th-
0: often shouldn't even try and play. <laughs> can't
1: even, don't even show up. Don't try to qualify. <laughs> I assume he'll have to qualify. Um, but don't even try it because it's just tough, tough. There's no protection out there's there. There's No, there's tufts everywhere. You're going to have to drop. There's likely going to go into a tough of grass. Not a tuft, but a tough They call the U.S. Open the toughest test in golf. And let me tell you, 2024 U.S. Open will be full of toughest in I think we should get t-shirts made This the toughest sure. test. Well, we first got to find lodging around here, that's within the budget, to get so back down here. It seems like it's going to be... I, honestly, we might not be able to cover the event because of what's going on with the, I mean, it makes, the budget. Makes Augusta look like, you know, the goodwill for well, the Masters. It's an anchor. So. The good
0: news is that uh, every five years, <laughs> they'll they'll be bankrupting our company. Wow. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe there's a course correction, that, you know, kind of there's some fatigue and the prices go down with the scarcity becoming less of an issue for the what's the second time around every five years.
0: You but, know, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll find. We'll, we'll maybe we stay in Raleigh.
1: I don't know. We'll see. we we'll honestly,
0: if I can go back to, uh, I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give oh. a free ad read here. Okay,
1: because we're doing to the non-free ad read next. Go ahead.
0: Um, so I landed in Raleigh, uh, off of red eye, not feeling chipper. Yeah, I mean, sure. I was uh, it was a tough T U F F scene. <laughs> Anyways, we we needed to get a coffee, and you know I am doing like the Google Map search as we're like leaving the airport, and you know you can't see, you just see names. And we went to this uh, Fount Coffee and Kitchen. Yeah, it was delightful. It was so good. It was so. So great. There's this huge line. Got a coffee, a little smoothie bowl, and I felt like a, you know, I I felt rejuvenated. I was ready to go. Good. So, found coffee and and, uh, kitchen. Recommendation. If you fly into Raleigh Airport, swing over there. You get yourself a real nice...
1: cup of coffee another recommendation go to com using the promo code SGS30 oh, for 30% off
0: free ad read before it's
1: a, a real recommendation what did you wear today what were you I wearing? wore a dratty sport this was like it was a tough deal because we woke up it was 43 degrees but it was going to be sunny and 70 plus by the time we were you know on hole six or Maybe hole two, who knows, based on the- uh, It got hot quick, and we had not advanced very many holes. (laughs) Um, So I had on a Dratty Sport t-shirt, or Dratty Sport polo, I should say, under, uh, what I had the uh, Proctor hoodie a green both, proctor wo- we hood. We both
0: rolled out there in proctor hood.
1: You were in one too? Yeah. I didn't notice that. So this is the way to do it. You know, this is the time of year where you gotta be versatile. You gotta be adjustable out there. You gotta be multiple uh, out on the out on the golf course. And so, you know, if you want your comfortable layering, something that looks good, something that time and thought and consideration has been put into manu- like let's be honest, a lot of these like apparel companies it's mass produced shit right and there may be a guy's name on it or somebody some brand on it but they don't even know what's even being offered in their line anymore or where it's being made or how it's being made or you know it's just kind of like how much can we make and how fast can we do it and and let's just go 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 volume i don't know we know billy drag we've gotten to knowing him well his name is on the clothes he literally walks around all day with pondering these thoughts in his head like you do with golf courses you know why why how do i finish with just no tees in my pocket like you would just have random golf thoughts pinning around in your head we know billy i've gotten to know him he's walking around with random you know peril fashion thoughts around his head how could i make this stitch better how can i make the what would look better for golf what might look better for uh being more comfortable i guess uh, comfortable around the house so this is our guy he's focused dedicated on all this this is his life his work and you know we've gotten to know him there's no like detachment right with as you might have with another brand so go to bdratty.com use promo code sgs30 layering boxers whatever you want and uh, start to uh, improve your wardrobe. All right. Should we do golf advice? Do you have some for us? Do you want yeah. to go? SGSgolfadvice at gmail.com. There's no real news, by the oh. way. I don't know. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson have come in on TGL San Francisco. I'm, along I'm with kinda, Mark Lazary, former Bucks owner. They
0: didn't let me in on it.
1: No, because you are San Francisco adjacent now. Yeah. They, I guess I don't get... Like, all the events... Are at the Palm Beach SoFi deal, SoFi Center. So why are there teams like for San Francisco and Atlanta? Why wouldn't there just be Team Rom or Team Rory? It's a great question. Why is there like they don't play in San Francisco? There's not home and away. It's all in Palm Beach. Seems like they need more stadiums. Yeah, all these tech, the tech arenas. It's I just don't. I guess I'm. I'm not being critical. I'm sort of confused. I'm confused. In San Francisco. Maybe they'll once
0: it's big, they'll convert it and they'll play play in the United Center in Chicago. There, I, the question is: Is there going to be a Chicago team? Or are we going to get I left? I assume so. We're going to get left
1: out. Of, you don't have a PGA of Tour event. Yeah. You don't have a TGL franchise. You um, know, there's golf hates Chicago. Apparently, speaking of Seth Curry, he's getting the Sifford Award. I guess it's going to be in Piners for World Golf Hall of Fame before the U.S. Open, but. World Golf Hall of Fame not showing much confidence in the Warriors' ability to get to uh, the finals. Giving that out to Steph Curry on June 10th. Are you excited in about your Cavs? Uh, I think excited fine. Yeah, that's a good enough word. Are you more excited about the Cavs or the Browns right now? Probably, uh, probably the Browns because it's the football season. I mean, come on, NBA like that's a long season, right? Like, I, of course, I'm excited to watch them, but I don't need to be all fired up in October. For for the Cavs right now, it's the Browns. Although who knows what's going on with Deshaun Watson. So, all right, we're on to golf advice here. We are in the uh, Pinehurst uh, Village. This fel- is on YouTube. Adjacent. We're we're adding this now. YouTube every week. We're <laughs> throwing up golf advice. I don't know why. Just. So, the people, proof of life, you know, see how we stumble and bumble our way through this on video format in addition think, to audio format. You know, format. one of the reasons I like it is that
0: I feel like My other people have better advice than we do.
1: Well, we were just with some folks. Um, there was advice. We had uh, one woman who's here. There's a For the Ladies event here uh, in Pinehurst. Yes. And this woman who occasionally gets paired up with men and she's presumed to be dating. Like you're riding on a card, or you're show you're you're paired up with uh, uh, someone of the opposite sex, and the presumption is you the, are a couple, married or dating. So now we're wondering, do you have to introduce? Like when we showed up to the Pinehurst, our our lodging for the week, we were the the fellow, the young chap who was introducing us, giving us our room keys. Suddenly so goes, "I'm 25, I have no kids, and I have a medium interest in fighting." Now. Which you know, we knew we were in good hands when you're introducing yourself that way. Now <laughs> is something that needs to be added to the intro. We are absolutely not a couple. I don't know this I guy. Think she, I he's I think just she a should. Friend. I think you she say should. Just a friend because
0: then she's putting out the
1: you know, just laying down the yeah, laying law down, right away.
0: laying da- and and making it making everybody in the group feel you know understand that. Hey, this is the situation because there's nothing worse than when you're playing golf with people you don't know and you're wondering something about them. Right. And we you're like, well, we're playing golf. We're spending four hours together and I want to ask this question, but I'm not sure I can ask it. I feel like this, this spans a lot of different aspects of life. Like there are, when you play golf with random people, you find yourself wanting to ask them questions, but like, being un- too deal, uncomfortable man? to ask them. Like sometimes I want to be like, "Why do you look at the hole fifty times before <laughs> you pull the trigger?" Like what? What's is, what's that doing for could you? Could you go down to like maybe twice? What's the and process? That be okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, there, there's a lot of questions you want, but no, you need to keep it buttoned up. So we didn't have any encounters out there today. We did hear, you know, <laughs> unsubstantiated rumor. What? There's some tussles. <laughs> a lot, a lot, Plentiful tussles. Even Piners is not immune to the golf course tussle and maybe they don't end up on these Instagram accounts, but we did hear a tussle happens here and there. We heard there was a there was an octogenarian tussle at the valet at the valet stand. <laughs> they're uh, you know you get apparently groups from new york and new jersey and you know they it's they always lumped, it's internecine the tussling it's within the their own Ryder cup events or 16 man events of the yeah the what? person
0: that told us this was like we get tons of people from new york and new jersey they're drinking transfusions and then just like willy-nilly th- threw chicago. chicago in there oh. it was it was such an unnecessary drive-by everybody knows the
1: midwesterners don't come down to fight <laughs> These fights I thought it was just a product of everybody having a phone and, and these kind of influencer accounts but it's happening out there even maybe more than the more than it's caught on camera according to you know anecdotal anecdotal testimony at, at Pinehurst so let's get on with a few oh, emails. I got one what well, all right go ahead it's just one. golf advice at gmail.com all right what do you got uh
0: zero kids 29 loosely interested in fighting loosely okay have quite a dilemma. My girlfriend's sister, my girlfriend's sister uh-huh. is getting married in early 2024. She's doing a formal church wedding in the Carolinas, a smaller group, close family and friends at the end of January. Then in July, she's doing another quote unquote wedding.
1: Not formal
0: church. More of a big party reception, probably not even a service. The July wedding... Perfectly coincides with my home club's member guest. This member guest has been a week I look forward to every year. Upstate New York on one of the Finger Lakes. Have deemed it adult summer camp. Great weather, great vibe, good golf. I've been invited to the January wedding, but it has been floated out there that the July event will be more fun. And if I'm going to go to that one, that is the one I should attend. My question: Do I have ground to stand on for accepting the wedding wedding invitation for January and declining the summer one to play in the member guest? Uh, th- thanks. You know,
1: well, your phrasing there, your phrasing there in the email seems to think he only has to go to one. Like if because you know the way it was f- framed there said the January one won't be as fun, but go, if you're going to go to one, go to the July. So if he can get out, so he's married to he's, the what? Uh, he's married girlfriend, to the sister. Girlfriend. Oh, his girlfriend. I, I think
0: this comes down to one
1: thing. I'm just going to, I think this is,
0: do you plan on marrying this woman? Whose if sister you, is getting married. If you plan on marrying this woman, if like you are in this relationship and, and it's your plan to marry her. You absolutely no. have to go to both of these. If it's, if you're not sure if you're like, you know what? Like we just started dating. I think then you've got optionality, but if you're planning to marry marry her, you're going to be involved in family functions for the rest of your life. And they're going to bring up this wedding. They're going to bring up the party. And it's always going to be, yeah, you know, old Billy went and played golf instead of going to this party.
1: I mean, can we get can we also just put a, a ruling out on weddings that take more than one weekend? Like, I know the pandemic creates specific circumstance where you had like a very small family wedding because you couldn't do large groups and then you do a large party later. Like, that's totally excusable. But why are we taking two bites of the apple now all the time? Why? We well, just have the wedding or don't. You don't need to have a wedding and then have another wedding slash party slash bigger deal. Just do it or don't. You're saying two. You want to have bu- your cake and eat it too. Is basically you're like saying what you're two saying two dates. Yeah. Like either you choose you have a small wedding or you days. don't have a small wedding but it seems like this person wants to have a small wedding then also wants to have a big party so my brother-in-law that's, who just got married had yeah. a, a small small wedding on
0: Friday night yeah just family yeah big party Saturday there you that's go okay? I'm totally fine with that because that's, it was week. basically yes. like a rehearsal dinner yes
1: then yes you know yes you don't need to January and July no that's not how like come on pick one <laughs> pick a week This is, let's just end this practice this is not golf advice this is you know you know adult life marriage advice like let's stop this bullshit um well the whole the whole wedding thing has gotten out of control all right <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> it's it's insane it's absolutely crazy these bachelor parties that are like four days we're going three to France, days
1: or we're going to yeah it's yeah.
0: like wait what what's going on like the bachelor party was created as a one day thing yep yep i'm all for having fun but bachelor parties that are more than two days are are insane everybody is so dead after two days that like the last day is like everybody's i don't know whatever Uh, end of rant
1: to um to back, to And then you
0: get in your late 20s and early 30s and you have like eight bachelor parties in a year.
1: Well, we're and past like, that now. Thankfully. I know. I'm, we're, I, we're beyond I, that. When
0: I had to go back and do a bachelor party this year, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 I am not ready for
1: this. Not, not in condition. <laughs> going back to the email, I think you made a good point. What are your real intentions with that's, the...
0: I think that's the...
1: The other point, I, I thought they were married already and I was going to say like... The member guest is every year. Yeah. The wedding is once in a life, unless you're Greg Norman or somebody, you get married a bunch of times. You generally only get married once. So that's a one-time deal. The member guest will be there again next year, next summer. And no matter how I empathize with the pain, you know, it's a great weekend and you're missing it, I understand. But I generally think... Um,
0: I think it's all about like,
1: where are you at with your, this girl your relationship yeah, too
0: with like your future family yeah right yep is like you just you just got to be a participator early yep. early on yep you can't go play golf in like an optional thing and skip the skip the big family party
1: right 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 it's, it's a good opportunity to get some intel also maybe understand if, if this is the family i want to yeah. pursue a longer life with <laughs> i mean you know that's a good point Good intel gathering opportunity that's a great quite point honestly.
0: you could learn some bugaboos you know <laughs> you can find some you might be able to identify blind spots you know <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um all right i got another one this is from michael this is a good one i want to i want us to set some ground rules like we could really kind of establish a guidebook coming out of this for for people going forward a couple months ago i went out as a single to the local muni and was paired with two older probably late 60s ladies very pleasant friendly decent golfers walkers the one was struggling a bit and we enjoyed a nice walk over the front nine the sixth hole is the shortest par four with a water hazard crossing the fairway from the blues a six iron puts me safely short with an eight iron or so left to the green it's about a 220 carry and a lot of details there um now, the better golfer, she shot 44 or 45. This is the women, the older women. Let's call her Mary was coming off a birdie on five and pulls out driver. <laughs> now, I don't know all the yardages from the green tee, but it's probably 150 to the water, and 170 to safely carry. I'm thinking this is an awful idea. She belts it. I see it take a big hop short of the water and I'm 99% certain it bounces in. Both Mary and her friend believe they saw it on the far side of the river slash pond. This hole runs parallel to a Little Creek. That's six to eight feet wide. But uh, right where it went, it pools into a collection pond. That's about 20 to 25 feet across. I won't characterize their eyesight, but I've never worn glasses, have caddied and played golf for 25 years, and I'm generally pretty damn good at spotting tee balls. I'm certain it's wet, but being generally a good guy and not wanting it to rain on Mary's parade coming off for birdie, I quietly help to look for it with them for a few minutes rather than outright say, yeah, I saw it bounce on the side and never on the far side. It's definitely wet. We're playing fast. Side note, we're playing fast. No one is behind us for a few holes. So the search isn't slowing anyone down but us. Mary drops a few minutes and we carry on. So no huge dramatics to the situation, but my question is: if you are pretty certain a ball is ob wet, unfindable, unplayable, do you come right out and say it, or oblige your playing partners with a look? That's a
0: great, great question. Yeah, I
1: think it up is up over there as a favorite, of course. When you, you you know you think it might be findable, you know circumstances of playing partners, a match. The, all the different variables. So I'm thinking we could put like a little handy guide together. When the, the title of the email is to look or not to look. In this situation, I think he gotta break it to her, but he was trying to be nice, she was coming off a birdie and thought she'd cleared it. So when do you look, when do you not look? I think there's some, some different f- factors at play, right? I hate looking for golf balls. It's the worst, especially other people's golf balls, right?
0: (laughs) I like, yeah, I generally don't expect anybody to look for any of my golf balls. Right. And I don't like going to look for other people's golf balls,
1: especially one that I know went in. I think I would just say it went in. So this is interesting. When do you not look? When it's on the other, you're on the other side of the hole. Like if you're you, you tugged one left and it they're looking around on the right. Situation, it depends right? Depends on the situation.
0: Like if, if it goes like, into waist high stuff
1: and the odds are not good, you don't help, right? If you know
0: somebody's like grinding for a score though, or like it's something that has stakes, I'll go help. Yeah, but when it's just a casual round, like no. today, like we Pinehurst. played today and it was we did not, nobody was like. It's hard to lose balls out here. Yeah, you it's go, amazing. It's great. It's, it's so great. Even amidst the toughs, yeah. it's hard to lose balls. You it's, know? It's, uh, it's amazing, just in general, a golf course where like you, you hit it offline and you don't have to go look for your golf ball. No, like, it's, it's great. I hate looking for golf balls. It's like the, it's like the worst part about golf. But anyways, i think like if you're playing for stakes then it you got to go like give an effort
1: i i generally like will be more inclined if i'm in a match to help an opponent look for i think that's just sportsmanship. don't be a a dick don't be like over a competitive like a a d-bag i always i'll be more inclined to look if it's my opponent's ball if you got into the Ryder cup you could win the jacklin award (laughs) that's right i'm going for the a on plate Uh, So that's one. That's one where I would generally look a little harder if I'm in a match against someone. Maybe that makes me, you know, not a alpha killer like Michael Jordan, but I, I think that's just the way you do it in golf you look for an opponent's ball I think um, it's fine
0: never to look for somebody else's yeah, ball it's theirs
1: yeah. it's, you know I, I what about if you're the guest of a host the host's ball is gone <laughs> like that's a different one are you trying to help there you're at a nice <laughs> well, place well, it depends if you your... want to go back or not right <laughs> <laughs> like if, it, if
0: you're just checking one off and you're like oh, I may never come back here I think it's okay you know? I think
1: you should generally in that sense maybe give a little extra effort maybe one walk over a few paces to help him look for a ball if you're being you know you're being taken around or someone you know invited you to a thing um what about rules for when to abandon the search like there's I, always, I always think- a person that like, it's okay just move on i'll drop i'll drop but like what you say like You wait and linger an extra thirty seconds to show if you really care or do you really get out of there when they say it's okay? Like how adamant do they have to be to move on, get the hell out of here, I'm dropping one. But you're still looking, man. Like, do you really want me to leave? That's always a tricky situation. One of my favorite
0: things to do when I know a ball is gone, but I you know, I haven't just said it's gone. You know, where I know that we're searching hopelessly is I just, like, kind of, like, aimlessly walk around. Like, I, I, I'm I not even, like, in the area. Like, I know it's gone, you know? <laughs> and I'll just, like, aimlessly walk around. <laughs> you know, it's, like, actually kind of, like, an amazing thing when you think about it. now that I'm thinking about it more, is, like, these search parties, these, like, people yep. are looking for balls and how people just, like, follow people around, right? It's <laughs> not, right. like, like, there's no organ- of, yeah. organization of, like, just combing an area, yeah, like yeah. you know, people just follow each other around. Like you think about, like when the have and rescue, search and like, like, rescue, like, yes, yeah. Like they like ha- yes, They yeah. have like organized, and, and the way golf <laughs> golf ball searches go, it's just like people like literally just follow each other around.
1: <laughs> most likely stepping on the ball, making it yeah. harder to find. But this is something like we need to come up with like a real like a treaty. Every golfer, think, common rules that we understand. and abide think, honestly, by. There's so many gray areas with this. I think honestly, the easiest,
0: best thing is that nobody, nobody help look for golf balls. And it's just on the person that hit it there. I think that would be the cleanest, easiest thing.
1: But so often, I gotta say, like 50% of the time, the helper is the one who finds it. <laughs> this would create just chaos. <laughs> I think it would make the game a little bit more interesting, <laughs> a little
0: spicier. You a, hit
1: it there, you gotta go find it. We need a real like guidebook. All right. Uh so it just depends on if you're a host, if it's definitely like you're 90% sure it's all waist high stuff, don't bother. If you're on the other side of the hole, I wouldn't do it. Uh, but yeah, if, if, hey, I go got ahead. an
0: email about a drop that I accidentally deleted. Yeah, and somebody had something in there. They had some nickname for themselves that the, they signed off with. That I forgot. Yeah, I accidentally hit the wrong button. You know when you archive stuff on your phone? Yeah, you can't. You can never find it. Right. 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 I, I think it's so. If you if that sounds like your email, send it back in. Okay. All right. I got I got one here. All right. All right. I'm 35, no kids, and I will fight anyone after a few (laughs) fights. I'm a decent-level amateur golfer based out of Ireland, uh, but as Andy would put it, my 10-year peak is now behind me. I played elite level uh, elite level amateur golf for many years, but even though I don't play in many competitive events anymore, I still could get the ball around. I'm not sure if it is the same in America, but if you didn't grow up playing golf from a young age, eventually every male in Ireland discovers golf around their late 20s and 30s, or early 30s. It becomes their competitive outlet as their aging bodies, battered and bruised, are no longer able for soccer, rugby, or Irish
1: sports, GAA, uh, and hurling. What's hurling? Do you just throw something? No, it's it's like I don't want to be disrespectful to it. This is probably reductive. It's kind of like field hockey, I think, for boys. I think it's an Irish. It's Irish only. I all my ancestors played it, and, you know, you would think hurlings
0: you just spin around and no, throw something.
1: It's like it's. Like, I think it's like field hockey. You got these like sticks with little curly cues on the well, end. I'm still gonna envision yeah being hurling like the disc, You throw it. The discs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. This is great for me as all my school friends are who are now mid-30s all of a sudden consider golf to be cool. I feel like this is the same way in America. We play it, watch it, bet on it, talk about it. Now we finally have progressed to booking our first golf trip. Eight, possibly nine of us are flying out to Turkey next March for five days. Five-star hotel, all-inclusive, nightclub on site. It will be wild. We have three rounds of golf booked on typical resort courses, uh, one of which... It was where Hatton won when they played under the lights at the Turkish Airlines Open. I remember that. Is that the one that's got the T the box
1: on the roof? On the roof of a condo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's all I remember about the Turkey <laughs> event too. Tiger <laughs> went there course. a few times. Yeah, it's got the T box on the... Awesome.
0: Yeah. Anyway, the variance in golfing ability between these eight, nine guys is immense. It goes from me to a few guys who might have played only a handful of times in their life and all levels in between. My question is, knowing that Americans have more types of money games than we are familiar with, do you have any suggestions for a format that will keep everyone interested and keep competition close to over five days and 54 holes I of mean, golf? I mean, this is a big
1: question. This is a big question. <laughs> There's a lot of details about him being an Irish guy who likes to fight and drink pints. All right, we got all number lots. one. A lot of ways you can go. Skins. Is awesome. Kay. Just in general, over
0: three days, have a pool. Anybody can get a skin. Like, all it, requi- it requires is one shot one, on a par yep, three. Yep. Like, all it requires is one great shot. Yep. It's very... It levels the field Yeah, a bit. it's very yeah. fair for lots of people. I think that's like... And if you want to have more layered on top of it, it's just like a great add-in to any golf trip is skins. Mm-hmm. Alright, like, cause then it's like, you know what? I played like complete shit, but I uh I hit a great shot on this par three, and I made a two, and mm-hmm. I I want some money. Um, other other game, that I, th- I think I think you could go with some sort of match play game, and just pair people you smart. Gotta be, yes. yes, you have to be smart about pairing, and like put the really bottom player with you you're a good player right um you know work around the handicaps get guys that are like similar skills playing each other in matches right
1: this has to be done i mean this is critical it's critical that you have like matches that are approximately competitive like it's just in the same ballpark we had a couple bad mismatches in myrtle beach and it's just like no fun for anyone you feel bad for the people you're like seven up through you know eight or nine it's just bad so you got to really care you got to
0: a b c d players right and and if you do that then you could also do just games between two groups right right? you could have your group one group two and you could do like a, a two best ball or something or you could split them like, split the groups in half if you're worried about any tomfoolery, you know, and uh, and have that. I don't know. Those are a couple suggestions. I think, like, honestly, like, if you're an 18, you should never play. If you're worried about money, you should never play a scratch player in Scotch or Vegas or anything like that. They're going to turn you sideways, right? <laughs> like, it's just, like, those games have, like, things in them that just, like, reward better players. Like, right. I love playing scotch against like you know a 10 handicap that's right. like my dream right you know because right. it's just a game that favors somebody who's steady hits screens and makes birdies
1: right 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 um all right Let's. Then. anything else for that I one i that, mean there's a that's a big universe out there i mean uh,
0: if, if you got suggestions throw in the youtube just, comments
1: just make sure you're you're <laughs> lining up uh skill sets or at least two man skill sets we should start sending
0: out old inventory to get out of our shipping department to best YouTube comments
1: alright we can do that absolutely we had our new uh, not newish a uh, friend of the program, working for us, on top of the business affairs of, the, of of Friday, said he's sending, he's donating some of our old inventory. We have to, like the, like you know, the runner up, to the Super Bowl team that didn't win, they send their shirts to, you know, a third world country. Apparently, that's happening to well, some some various Friday and shotgun star merchandise. I
0: think I mentioned I like, what? I think I mentioned how we were we were at a, We had a a little bit of a crisis at, at our f- our our logistics center. Yeah. Um, you know, one of, one of the solutions, one of the many solutions was, uh, some of the old inventory needs to just, just get out of here and it can't be donated in in the United States. Just, just got to get, get all the way out.
1: It seems like, yeah, we're in that, you know, there's going to be. You know, some kid out there with a, you know, a, a, a boy from Bratislava shirt or something like that. Or I play for protect the points. Do you think
0: Sabo's done? Do you think he's got any more runs in him? No,
1: of course he does. We got one more. He's impossible to kill. The guy's been playing on tour since like so the bad. 90s. He was so bad this year
0: ah like i feel like we lost our low rory low low rory uh
1: competition you wonder if like in the game he did all he wanted to do he saw he climbed the mountaintop meddled he changed nationalities and meddled like what left is there? what is there left for me to conquer in this game and so he's trying to struggle with that what more is there for him to do sort of like sergio after he won his master's never showing up to another major it's like, what more is there for Rory to do? Anything else? Golf advice? I yeah. had another one. Let's move on. We got to go I gotta check go out some stuff at Pinehurst. She's excited about that. Footage um we'll talk to you guys on monday recap everything you'll be back in the shed i'll be home we'll have a good uh full recap of live oh, zozo right. and everything else can't wait to be back in the shed
0: when was the last I, I guess we recorded on tuesday night
1: well <laughs> you were like on your way to a red eye and i had to like <laughs> throw everything in my car to get down here but god i recorded like once in the shed in october apparently a good episode people enjoyed wednesday apparently so all right we'll talk to you guys on monday